0: What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow With The Podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener. And today we are talking about something called culture. Maybe culture? I'm not really sure. I think it's a German word. But it is a permaculture technique that is an amazing way to help you fill your raised beds. And not just raised beds. It's also an amazing technique that you can use really in any garden bed that you are setting up. If you're new to gardening and this is your first introduction to this term, don't worry. In this episode, we will talk about what it is, what the benefits are, the drawbacks, and the right materials to use and what to avoid when making a hogo culture bed. So, what is hogo culture? Hogo culture is a permaculture gardening method. What's cool is that this this concept of hogo culture comes from Germany, and in Germany, it literally means hill culture originally this this concept of hogle culture beds were used to create raised beds uh, like on the ground what i would refer to as a berm but now that everybody has these massive raised beds that are two three feet tall we need a way to fill them well this hogle culture is a cost effective way to fill raised beds and other containers And with this method, what you're able to do is to create some amazing self-sustaining gardening beds. If you're following me on Instagram or any other social media site, then I'm sure you have seen me fill up my new raised beds with this technique. What you're actually doing is creating almost like a lasagna gardening method, okay? What we are doing is layering things like logs, branches, and leaves with other organic plant matter or other organic green matter. And we're using that as the base of our bed. So let's talk about some of the benefits of culture. First off is that culture helps create biodiversity within the soil. Hogel culture reminds me a lot of how things would naturally happen in nature. And it mimics nature because we are layering logs, branches, and twigs and allowing these things to break down. What we're actually doing is helping to feed and fuel our soil food web. So, hogel culture helps create biodiversity within the soil. Another benefit of this culture method is that these culture beds help you use less water in your garden. The wood that we use in the bottom of our beds acts like a sponge, meaning that the wood is able to absorb and retain some of that water whenever we are watering our garden or whenever it rains. And then what ends up happening is as we experience drought periods or you forget to water your garden that water is able to be absorbed by the soil that is in contact with. So these hogoculture beds help you use less water in your garden. Another benefit is hogoculture is a great way to help reduce the amount of fertilizer that you need in your garden. We've already talked about how as the wood decays or as the wood breaks down, it increases the biodiversity and it helps feed our soil food web. Well, another thing it does is as it is feeding that soil food web, we are creating and releasing nutrients that help feed our plants, meaning that hogel culture is a great way to help reduce the amount of fertilizer that you need in your garden. And one thing that's amazing about building these beds is they seem to get better year by year. And that's just because more matter is breaking down and releasing those nutrients and helping to build and strengthen that soil food web over time. Another benefit is these beds are really just they're they're nice on your wallet. Okay, they help you reduce the cost of filling up these large raised beds. If you've seen my garden lately, you've noticed that I've been using these Vigo beds. Shout out to Vigo Gardens. Well, these Vigo beds happen to stand about 32 inches tall. Now, if I was to fill this entire bed with soil, that'd probably be close to three cubic yards of soil, if I'm not mistaken now that's a lot of soil for one bed i don't really want to know what that bill looks like to fill up these large raised beds if we think about it if we had three four five of these raised beds which is common in a lot of people's backyards to have about four four by eight raised beds you're still looking at around 10 cubic yards of soil to fill these things up but by implementing this culture method. What we are able to do is to reduce the amount of soil that we need to fill up the beds by about 50 percent. Another benefit is it also helps the planet. Look, to fill up my raised beds, I drove around my neighborhood until I found like tree debris. Somebody had just cut down a big tree. And I was able to take the log, the wood from that tree, the logs, the sticks, the branches, and I was able to use them to fill the bottom of my raised bed. So not only is it budget friendly, but it also helps the planet. And look, I need to help the planet as much as I possibly can, because I did not get the soil delivered by a soil yard to fill my raised beds. I actually got pallets of dirt. That's right. I know, man. Trust me, I know about all of the plastic waste that I just created, so I needed to find a way to try to offset that as much as I could. Now, another benefit of using this hogel culture method is that you don't really have to worry about your soil conditions. So if I live somewhere with poor soil, rocky soil or soil that's just full of clay and it's hard to start a productive garden in it, well, this method is a great way to overcome that. This method will allow you to still have a garden, even though the soil doesn't want to let you. All right. So now let's talk about I know I still haven't told you how to actually set up one of these beds. Don't worry, we will get to that last. Now we're going to talk about some of the potential drawbacks of this method. One thing you need to think about whenever you're starting this whole culture method is where am I going to source all of the logs, sticks or branches that I need? If you live somewhere like a rural area where you have access to trees and you're able to chop them down, then, hey, filling up these beds is no issue. But I'm an urban gardener, and that means that look, I don't always have access to the same tree waste that other people do. So. A drawback is it's a little difficult to find the materials that you need. Here's a few ways that you can try to overcome that. One, if you see anybody with a tree trimming service, flag them down and ask them for their waste. I actually did that to fill up the remainder of my raised beds. Dropped my kids off at school and I was coming back home. I saw a tree trimming service truck pulled over and I actually drove up next to him, flagged him down and asked him to follow me to my house. He willingly gave me all of the branches out of the back of the truck. Two, you can call up your local energy company and ask them to dump off a load of wood chips to you. You can reach out to a company by the name of Chip Drop. Or you could get on Facebook Marketplace and I'm willing to bet you in every city there's somebody who just cut down a tree and would love you and would love if you were to come and pick up that tree from their property. Another drawback to these huggle culture beds is that, look, man, lifting all of those branches can get heavy and you're going to need a way to cut these branches to the proper size. You'll understand when I talk about cutting them to the right size, when we get to the actual process of how do you make a huggle culture bed. Another drawback is that these beds tend to sink or settle down after the first year, which is fine because what I've noticed is that every raised bed, the levels drop after year one. So just be prepared, have that in mind and know that come your second year in the garden, you're going to have to top off all of your hogel culture beds with either compost or some high quality fresh soil. Another potential drawback is that, look, we're dealing with rotten wood and whenever you're dealing with rotten wood, you could introduce all sorts of pests or diseases into your gardening bed or your gardening area. So what I like to do is to actually stay away from the leaf matter and just deal with the branches and the logs, preferably. And that's just because I noticed that a lot of the leaves seem to always be covered in white flies or things like that. Now, careful with the logs that you choose to use, because these logs could be infested with termites. And then that could cause all other problems in your garden or around your house. All right, that's going to complete this episode on culture. Many of you may be thinking, but wait, Big City Gardener, you haven't told us how to make a hogle culture bed. Don't worry. In the next episode, I will be covering that exact topic. For now, you know what it is that I need from you. Like, subscribe, tell a friend or two about the podcast. That's it. Just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast second i need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it and if you have anybody you think i need to talk to i should interview send the name over put it in the comments or send me an email i grow at big city gardener and check me out man on instagram and on all social media platforms big city gardener we out oh almost forgot just grow it